0: Welcome to the Extra 10% Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Johnston, and this is the show which talks honestly about all things business, mental health, and lifestyle. Firstly, I want to thank you for tuning in with me and listening to this podcast. It's been something that I wanted to do for quite a while now. But having the courage, bravery, I guess, the determination to do it um, has been a challenge. But here I am, the start of 2023, and I'm gonna be releasing a new podcast every week and we'll see where this journey takes us. So I thought I would start by giving a bit of an introduction to me. I am Brianna, I'm 26 years old. I'm from Oxford in the UK and I've always been quite entrepreneurial, I've always loved business, I've always loved the idea of running my own ship and being in control of my own finances and not having to necessarily work or wonder where the next paycheck's going to come from. I've always loved the challenge, I've always loved the... The buzz, the energy that running business gives me, and it's something that I want to share with you throughout this podcast. I want to give you every element of running your own business, how it's affected me, how it's affected my mental health, what I do to keep my business successful, what I do to keep myself sane when running a business, um, and all of the kind of little golden nuggets that I've picked up along the way. I'm going to share with you. Um, I have called this podcast, The Extra 10%. It's a bit of a weird name for a business podcast, but it was something that was personal to me. So my grandfather, he always taught me growing up to give everything 110%. He always said, no matter whether it was my exams, I was learning to drive, I was doing a bit of homework, um, whether I was starting a new sport or doing a new hobby, he would always say to me, give it an extra 10%, you know, do 100% and then 10% more. And I found myself without even realizing living off of that. I've lived by that for the 26 years of my life so far. Well, probably like, you know, 20 years of my life by the time I started actually implementing it. But I really thought that it was quite a good name. It's obviously got that personal meaning to me. And it's something that I think it's important in every area of your life to always give the extra 10%. And because I've always done that, I do massively believe that is one of the reasons as to why I have been able to build successful businesses, but also be able to everything I put my mind to I can do and I'm going to talk about this later on in the the later podcast episodes. Um but I do believe that if you give it 100% plus 10% more, you can't go far wrong. And as my grandpa always says, you get out of life what you put into it. Um, And I always try and make sure that I give everything my best shot um, and 10% more. Hence why this podcast is called The Extra 10%. So anyway, completely uh, real right now, this is completely off script. I decided that When thinking about this podcast, I decided that doing it completely off script is probably going to be better than me trying to stick to a script and it possibly sounding quite robotic. I wanna be completely real. I wanna be um, completely honest. I want to share the kind of the normal, the the normality of running a business, the highs, the lows, um, the stress, but also the major wins. And I decided that doing it off script was probably gonna be the best option to make it as real and as authentic as possible. So I wanna be relatable. There's no fluff. The honest truth, it's just gonna be me documenting and telling you my journey of being an entrepreneur over the last 10 or 11 years. So let's jump into it. When I'm gonna take you back to when I was seven years old. And when I was seven years old, I was really annoying my parents one day as most kids tend to do at some point and they said to me oh why don't you just go and do something to keep yourself busy so i decided to go and write a book um not sure why never written a book before i was only seven i didn't particularly love english at primary school but i went and wrote a book and didn't really tell my parents anything about it and then a few weeks later, I came downstairs and I said to them, oh, you know, you told me to go and do something. I decided to write a book and here it is. And they were like, okay, let's have a look at this book. And to their surprise, the book was actually really good. And now I can look at it from you know, an adult's perspective. As a seven year old, the book that I wrote was actually incredibly good. So to give you a bit of background about this book, It was called Subla the Witch and it was about a witch that played tricks on people. So uh, my sister's name is Charlize at the time. She was a bit of a tomboy so she said she wanted to be called Charlie um, and her friend from school was called Sophie. So Subla was the witch and then there was a boy and a girl called Sophie and Charlie and there was a dog and a cat and a frog and it was all very cute. Um, But every book had a moral behind it. So the moral of this Story was don't play tricks on other people, otherwise, they will play tricks on you. And as a seven year old, that was quite wise. And I realize now how wise it was at seven to want to write a book to teach children good morals. And I went on to write a few other books. Um, I didn't do anything with them. So we self-published, my parents self-published the first book and it was in shops like WH Smith's. Um, You could buy it online and it was a great book. And then I went on to write other books, which then we didn't publish. And they were about, they had other morals to to them. So don't eat too many sweets, otherwise your teeth will fall out and um, don't play tricks on the tooth fairy. There were always kind of nice morals that, My intention as a seven-year-old was to help children become better people, which still blows my mind that that was what I was trying to achieve through my books at such a young age. But it was super fun. I used to dress up as the witch, I used to dress up and go to like book fairs and local events as the witch, as Subla. I used to go in and introduce myself to the children, to the parents, to encourage them to buy the book. I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur, wanting to sell, um, and I absolutely loved it. And I remember, I I can't remember which um, news station and news channel it was but I went and read my book out loud and they filmed me and they put it on like one of the main news channels and it was so cool I remember sitting on my parents sofa and being like oh my god that's me on the tv like how surreal is this um and I loved it I genuinely loved it and I think that was my first grip um on some like my first kind of vision and feeling of achieving something and what it felt like to achieve something what it felt like to take something from a to b to you know start with the concept to write the book to complete the book to get it, getting it published to the illustrations and it was amazing and I I really loved the buzz I loved the vibe I love the energy I love talking about it and I really believe that that's what kick-started a whole chain of me wanting to be an entrepreneur and wanting to be a business owner. And I did loads of things growing up. I used to wash cars, my neighbour's cars for five pounds. I delivered Avon books, you know, to, to try and get some extra money. I've done so many things to try and make an extra income. And I'm proud of that because I've always had a vision of what I've wanted to do, and I've always had this goal of creating a business and being successful. And I, at the time had no idea how I was going to do it, but it shows I've always been, I've always been that person. I've always had that in me. And I've always been that competitive person. I've always wanted to be the best, not in a, not in an ego way, but just, I've always wanted to be the best that I can be if I was running a race I wanted to win the race if I was in a dance competition I wanted to win the dance competition I was never happy with being second or third or you know last I wanted to win and I wasn't a sore loser you know of course there's times that I didn't win that's inevitable and I wasn't a sore loser at all but I my intention was like let's go and win this let's come let's go and get first place in whatever it was that I was doing so I guess looking back I feel like I've always been destined for to running my own business um I just didn't know what that business looked like so fast forward a few years I went up to secondary school um, my book was in like all of the school libraries in the local area. My face was in it. My middle name is May, and it was you know Subla the Witch by Brianna May, and I had a nice picture of cute little seven year old me. But that also meant there was no escaping that I wrote that book. Um, and as you can imagine, going up to secondary school, it's probably not the coolest thing to have done to be you know the kid, the nerd in the school, in the school, with the book in the school library. Um, not good. So that's actually why I didn't go on to. Publish. I'll take my writing career any further because when you go up to secondary school, you know what it's like. You just want to fit in, Um, and even though I was sad to drop the writing, I just wanted friends. I just wanted to fit in. I just didn't want to be the nerdy kid that everyone knew was having a book in the school library. Um, So I go through um, go through school, went through a lot of bullying, and I'm gonna leave that for another uh, episode on the podcast because I feel like that's its own chapter by itself. Um, But then when I was 16, I started my own social media business. And this was the first business that I'd started, which I felt had real potential that I had a true passion for that I really, really loved. And the reason I started it without kind of going way into my backstory is I used to really struggle with mental health, I do still struggle with mental health. Um, And again, we'll save that conversation for another podcast. Um, But I... Found myself falling into a bit of a trap, you know, a bit of a sticky situation. I stopped eating, I was very underweight, and I ended up starting my social media business because it was something I could do from home. It was something that I didn't have to go out to work to do, I could do it from the comfort of my house um, because I was underweight. I didn't feel great, Um, I was undernourished, and I knew I needed to focus on my mental health. Um, And the, the way I did that, and Uh, going networking over the years I always had people say to me you know how did you start your social media business when you were going through so much mentally and I always used to say I feel like we are balls of energy you know as a human we are balls of energy and I had so much energy and I was channeling it in such an anxious way all of the energy all of the behaviors that I was that I had was coming out of me in anxiety. So I decided that maybe starting a business would steer my energy into a slightly different direction. And I could channel that more positively. And I really believe that that is what got me out of such a a dark place. But going back to starting the business at 16, that comes with its own challenges, you know, the judgment, the lack of belief from others. um, And those were two things that I really struggled with. I struggled with people judging me for starting something so young, I I struggled with, at the time, I didn't have that much self-belief. So when I felt like others, you know, friends weren't believing in what I was doing, and would often kind of, you know, curl their nose up at me to be like, hmm, not sure why you're doing this, it's not really going to work. You're too young to have a business. It did, it did start to affect me. Um, But I always had this very clear vision of, what I wanted my life to look like, what I wanted to achieve through this business. I had a passion for social media. I was good at social media. And at the time, social media was very new. You know, we're going back 10, 11 years ago, that it was a completely different social world to what it is today. But I was good at it. I understood it. I'd grown up with it. And that vision of what I could create gave me enough to try and block out the judgment and to try and block out the lack of belief. And Over the years, I developed such an internal self belief that actually now I genuinely couldn't care if people believe in me or not. You know, I believe in myself, the people that are closest to me believe in me, and that's all that matters. Um, And I think that's why belief is so important because when it comes to running a business, you are going to have people that judge you, you are going to have people that don't believe in you and the sacrifice you know the sacrifice that you have to make when starting a business is something which i was not expecting i was not ready for the amount of sacrifice i would get up ridiculously early i would work till crazy hours in the morning and i did that 7 days a week for ages and although I wouldn't recommend that that's how you build a business. Sometimes it's essential, I had to be the best. I was 16. No one believed in me. I was, I was so naive in the world of business. I had to make sure that I was on my top form. I had to make sure that I was the person that was working the hardest I had to be the hardest working person in the room and I had to give that extra 10% so when it came down to sacrifice yes it was hard don't get me wrong but because of that vision and I wanted to prove everyone wrong I wanted to prove the people wrong that had judged me that didn't believe in me and that's what fueled my fire and I think from all of that what i've learned is your mind is the most powerful thing when others doubt you because when someone says something and they they will you know if you start a business if you are a business owner you will have had someone at some point or you will have someone in the future that makes a a snarky comment, a negative comment about you and what you're doing. And it will start to input these little seeds of doubt into your mind. Your mind is the most powerful thing because you can decide to completely get rid of those seeds or let them grow. And if you let them grow, you're not going to stick this out because it's hard at times running a business. Um, And over the years, I developed such a strong mindset that whenever anyone said anything to me that wasn't anything remotely positive I used to just dismiss it straight away from my mind um but let's go back to when I was 16 and I would uh with with the judgment so I would I remember turning up at networking events I remember turning up um you know I had to get my name out there I was so young no one no one was going to trust a young 16 year old and I remember going to some of my first networking events locally to get my name out there And people would just give me this look of, like, who are you? Like, you're so young. And I've always looked so much younger than I actually am. So I wasn't a very mature-looking 16-year-old. I probably looked like I was 12, walking into this room with all these professional business people that had, you know, tremendously successful businesses. And there was me, some, you know, kid from school that was trying to start a social media business and there were other social media people there that you know were in their 30s 40s 50s they'd been doing this for you know a couple of years and and there was me this newbie trying to basically gain the trust of the people in the room and it was such an interesting experience and I think I'll never forget the feeling when I walked into that room and those eyes kind of looked at me and I was like oh my god they're all looking at me and I felt so out of place. I felt kind of silly um like I shouldn't have been there and I just wanted to turn around go out the door and go home but I didn't. I stayed there and it got better obviously as time went on. Every time I went was uh was a little bit more positive and as people got to know me they actually I remember one guy saying to me, oh, I wish my daughter could have the confidence that you do. And I told him all about my mental health and how I channeled, channeled my energy differently. Um, and I eventually I did build up you know, a good reputation and it was something that I quite enjoyed going to. But at the time as a 16 year old, turning up to those networking events was just, and having people instantly judge you, again, was not something I was expecting or ready for. Um And I guess another thing I wasn't expecting is the constant head spinning of being a business owner. And what I mean by that is, I feel like my brain hasn't switched off for The last ten years, I'm always thinking of an idea or something that I can do, or you know, a bit like this podcast was was once an idea that then I kept thinking about, and the courses that I have, and the programs that I run, and the clients that I work with, and the the social media accounts that I manage, and all these different business ideas that I think of, and how I can monetize certain certain things for myself, for my clients. I was not ready for this constant head spinning, this constant, you know, it wakes you up in the night. I I wake up in the night and I have an idea and I have to write it down on a piece of paper because when I didn't do that, I would go back to sleep and in the morning I had forgotten that great idea that I'd had at 2 a.m. So sometimes I have to wake up and actually write an idea down. And I mean, I guess it's a blessing and and I do love it in a way because I genuinely feel... I don't know I, I I get that energy I get that buzz from it um but it's annoying sometimes I just want to have a full night's sleep and I can't because my head's always spinning and thinking of all of these crazy new ideas and things that I can do and how I can help my clients so you know it's it's being a business owner is something that I love and I would not change it for the world and I think everyone should have their own business and or do their own thing or start their own side hustle because the skills, the confidence, the belief that you gain, I don't think you can get that anywhere else. Another thing that really stood out to me as I was growing my business in the early days was feeling distant. I felt so distant from the whole world around me. I was distant from my friends because I didn't want to go out and, you know, as we got older, go clubbing, go drinking. I was never that person. I've actually been clubbing twice on my 18th and then uh, a few weeks after. And I remember the clocks were going, uh, they were going backwards and it got to 3am when the club should shut. And there was an announcement and they said, great news. We're, you know, the clocks have gone, because the clocks have gone back, we're going to keep the club open for another hour. And I was like, is this Like is this for real? I was gutted. Um, so in the end, I just went home. Um, and the first time I went out, so I don't drink. I've never, I've never drunk. Um, and when I was eighteen, on my eighteenth birthday, I couldn't tell my friends that I wasn't drinking. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, this is a confession. Um, and I bought some Caribbean Twist from the shop and I poured it all down the drain and I replaced it with Fanta Fruit Twist. And all of my friends thought I was this like great boozer that could drink these massive two liter bottles of Caribbean Twist, whereas in reality, it was just Fanta fruit twist. And I was high off a sugar rush and had like those horrible furry teeth feel, you know, when you've drank too much sugar. Um, but yeah, it was it was lonely. And uh, apart from those two times, I then lost a lot of uh, quite a lot of contact with my friends. I was the boring one that didn't want to go out and didn't want to drink and didn't want to stay up till 3am because I was thinking of a business plan or I was strategizing for the next week or I was implementing something for a client. And Um, The loneliness is is real, the loneliness is something that um, I want to try and, I want to try and offer a community through this podcast for anyone that feels possibly lonely, because you have to surround yourself with people that understand what you're going through. And you know, I have an incredible family. I was with Carl; he's my husband now. We we got married uh, in August last year. Um, he has always been incredibly supportive. And so have my parents, my grandparents, my sister. You know, I've got I'm lucky to have my friends. Uh, sorry, my family and Carl that really support me. But some of them, you know, they still don't understand really what it's like to build a business and friends in particular. I didn't have one friend that knew what it was like to build a business. And that feeling of loneliness honestly could have stopped me from carrying on and and having my business because I did just want to fit in. But because of this vision and this drive and this, you know, desire to be someone who went on to be something, um, it kept me going. It kept me going. And I was, I'm honestly so lucky to have Kyle because he always understood... He always gave me that ability to have someone to talk to, to bounce ideas off. He was a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on when things felt too hard. Um, He stuck by me when I decided I didn't want to go out clubbing, when I didn't want to go out drinking. Um, And he would stay with me and we would, you know, have these business planning sessions and I'd tell him about my ideas. And he would, he was such, he's such a great support. He was then, he is now. And I genuinely couldn't do any of this without him. Um because there was no one else that wanted to talk you know friends didn't care they didn't understand um even family that it wasn't really a topic of conversation it wasn't an interest to many people um especially when you're starting off so you know if you are a business owner and you are feeling somewhat lonely just know it's perfectly normal and i'm here for you i'm here to be that person that you can speak to i can i want to be that person where you don't feel like you're alone because that loneliness really is enough sometimes to stop you pursuing your business and i don't want that to happen to anyone um but you know what what i've grown through has given me new perspectives on everything people business intuition mindset confidence money and I'll be sharing all of that with you as this podcast grows. Um, Each week there'll be a new topic from how my business has benefited from cold water therapy, from my mental health, from how I've scaled my business to the social media. I'm going to cover everything in here but I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you again next week.